Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Good evening, everybody. It's a real privilege to, uh, to be here in this uh, beautiful hall. I've been here before for mandate conferences, and it's a real blessing to share just uh, a few minutes about the work of Open Doors and the, and the, and the ministry and how it is involved indeed in building the kingdom, but not uh, just us as an organization, but all of us involved. We so strongly believe that there is not an organization who does the work and other people who throw money at it and then sort of pay off <laughs> the responsibility. We so strongly believe that we are all in it. We're all called to stand with primarily Jesus. Now, 60 years ago, Brother Andrew, a young Dutch guy, founded the ministry, but he wasn't aware he was founding a ministry. He simply said yes to God's call. And if you would meet him, uh, he would tell you, and he's very, very sincere uh, uh, when he says this, that at least a thousand people must have said no before him because surely he was not the most um, uh, suitable guy. He's a great guy to travel with. I was so privileged to see a picture up here where uh, in, in the late 50s he was traveling in Yugoslavia and he got stuck, I believe, somewhere in the mud. Um, the, the beginnings of Open Doors were so simple, simply people who met with Christians behind the Iron Curtain, saw their needs, wanted to meet them, and wanted to stand with Christians who faced persecution to help them not only stand, but even bear fruit despite that persecution. So originally it started as a Bible smuggling organization, and uh, now we use a fancier word, Bible currying, but I still prefer smuggling. Uh, and Slowly but slowly, the work expanded to training, discipleship training, advocacy, social economic aid, whatever is needed to stand with the church. If you show the next one. This is Brother Andrew today, 60 years on. He sends his love and his blessings and his greetings. And I am so blessed to have been with him on trips all over the Middle East and to have spent so much time with him and also doing conferences and so on. And there's one thing he always kept saying to me, among many things, he, he really likes to, likes to communicate. But one key thing is so close to my heart. He said, George, it's about the name of Jesus. Never be trapped. Never allow us as a ministry, open doors, serving the persecuted church, to become the persecuted church, our driving factor. We are passionate about Jesus, King Jesus, who is building his a church all over the world who is still calling people into his light. This is still a time of grace. And then, yes, as Open Doors, we have been given a specific mandate to stand with those Christians who come into the light and pay a price. It's about the name of Jesus. Next. We remember this scene, right? Uh, not too long ago on a beach in Libya, 21 Egyptian Christians were beheaded by ISIS. Now, I and a few of my colleagues, we forced ourselves to watch the whole video and we were crying and we saw that when the swords touched the throats of these 21 brothers, they all shouted out the name of Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua, and then they died. And, and, and we, we took it in and we prayed and we said, what if they had called on another name in that moment? They might have saved their physically, physical lives, but they didn't. 
They clung to the name of Jesus. It's about the name of Jesus. Next. So this is what a Christian Egyptian artist painted. This is spiritual reality on that beach in Libya because Jesus was there. Jesus, the one who says, follow me, but be prepared to take up your cross. Who says, follow me, but be, but, but be aware. I'm sending you like sheep among the wolves. They have hated me, they will hate you, and so many other things. Jesus was there. In fact, it was about Jesus. Why are you persecuting me? He said to Saul when Saul was on his way to Damascus. Next one. So this is where my team is privileged to serve. Open Doors serves in 60 countries worldwide where the church is facing persecution. But me and my team, we're serving in the heart of the Muslim world. Um, and you see a map of those countries and I wish we had time to take you traveling to all those places. We always say you can travel there on your knees from your seat, uh, in front of your seat on your knees. Uh, we have no time for that. But let me say this. This is an area with persecution like we've never seen before. In fact, worldwide persecution has never reached the level that it has reached today. But this is not just a map of suffering and sorrow. This is also a map of hope because Jesus is reaching out and calling people into his light. He appears to them in dreams and visions and he reaches them in many ways. Next. But there is a price to be paid. This is a picture taken in Iran. Iran has an, uh, sees an unstoppable growth of the church. Unstoppable. The church of Muslim background believers in Jesus uh, reaches now over one million and people pay a price. Next. This family fled from Iran. The sister came to Christ. She saw Jesus in a dream. And then her husband left her. Her oldest son was murdered. And uh, the, the three of them fled to the east of Turkey. And after a few weeks in the refugee center there, she discovered that her little girl, 11 years old, was being raped by men in that refugee center. So they packed up their few belongings and moved to the west of Turkey and that's where I met with them and took this picture. The middle son, 17 years old, now the oldest son, suicidal. The little girl not showing anything of what ha had happened to her. And the mother, I, I have no better word than to say broken, broken by life. But God is a God of healing. Jesus is a Lord of healing and restoration. And whenever he has the chance, he will heal and restore. And we were so privileged to stand with this family, to come alongside, help them financially a little bit, help them in trauma counseling. And slowly but slowly, Jesus did his work of healing. And I want to show you a picture taken two years later, next, of the same family. Jesus is a Lord of healing and restoration. And we are so, so privileged to serve with him in that, in that work. Um, this is one of the things we're doing as well, trauma counseling, because so many Christians today are traumatized by all that's coming to them. Next. And there is hope in the Middle East despite the horror of ISIS and, and, and the incredible stream of refugees, refugees all over now, in every country fleeing all over the region and now into Europe in masses. But there is hope in the Middle East despite it all. Sometimes the situation is overwhelming for us, let alone for the Christians there. But do you see what's written on this refugee tent? This is a tent occupied by people who were driven out of Mosul, which is biblical Nineveh. And they wrote on their tent, Jesus is the light of the world, both in English and in Arabic. There is hope in that tent because Jesus is there and where he is, there is hope. 
Next one. This is one of the privileges we have to stand with refugees, to help them with emergency aid, but that also provide Bibles, give Christian schooling and so on, because we want to keep planting the seed of love that is represented in Jesus. Next one. And Muslims are coming to the cross, literally, in numbers we have never before seen in the Middle East. This is a picture from the heart of Syria, where hundreds of Muslims enter this church every day because they are on a search for God. They see the true face of Satan in all the carnage and the true face of Jesus in the church. And what a privilege it is to stand with them next. And I want to finish in Egypt and then show you a one-minute video. In Egypt, uh, very typical for that part of the world, women are looked down upon. Uh, many uh, people believe that, that women have half the brain of men and, and, and women are generally discriminated, especially Christian women who are poor, illiterate and, and have no understanding of the Bible even. So we are so privileged to help those Christians with literacy courses where the Bible is the tool to use to, to, to teach them to, to read and write. And I was present in a graduation ceremony and the joy was just unbelievable. And women were fighting for the microphone to share their testimonies. The young lady on the right, she knows 65 Psalms by heart. And two years before she could not read or write, had no self-esteem and did not understand who God was. Next one. Oh, that is, these are, this is the, the, the assignment they, they, they do at the end, which is to hand copy the whole New Testament. Next one. And I want to close with a short video. Now, Jesus loves his church more than you can imagine. If we believe we love the church, he loves his church so much more. And what he does in, in many places, I could share many examples, but I will share the example of Egypt. He prepared his church for the carnage that would come and the violence that would come to Egypt. When Mubarak was driven out, the Brotherhood took over. Viol uh, uh, persecution was stepped up enormously. But the church was prepared because two years before the Lord started calling people from all denominations to pray and not just pray but pray for Egypt and for the first time in the history of the church of Egypt all denominations came together and prayed together. Now I want to encourage you because this is not just their story this is our story if we take the Bible seriously. I want to encourage you by showing you a meeting that was the highlight of the prayer movement when persecution was already stepping up. Uh, 30,000 Christians of all denominations gathered in the cave church in Cairo and for 12 hours straight, straight through the night, they worshipped and they praised and they prayed and they proclaimed the name of Jesus because it is all about the name of Jesus. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.